Hey, howdy, hey. Welcome to Avila Theory. My name is Nicole Avila, and here's my husband. CJ Avila. Ooh, today he's CJ Avila. Christopher? Hey, um, in, I was just thinking about it. <laughs> what is your name, sir? <laughs> um, did you know, if you haven't been listening since the very beginning, did you know Hey, Howdy, Hey is from Toy Story? I did. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, Toy Story, I don't know if the movie itself is one of my favorites, but uh, Woody, Woody it's a, it's a, the character, is Woody, definitely the character. one of my favorites, especially the, I feel like we just, he's such a sweet cowboy oh, and I'm yeah. such a sweet gal yeah. and he donates one of his organs and I donate one of my <laughs> organs. <laughs> it just, it's, anyway. I forgot I really about that. That's yeah. an interesting alignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, we are back, and today we just wanted to update you on a few things that have been going on. But first, we wanted to say thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you to whoever it was out there. We, in a previous episode, we talked about this stationary bike, the Peloton, the one Peloton bike, how much we like it, how much we've been enjoying it. How much we love it. Yeah, we love it. And we put out a referral code, and somebody, one of you lovely listeners... You used, used it. the referral code, so it's thank you. So exciting! Yeah, we so, have no idea who it was. Yeah, you got a hundred dollars off, and we also got a hundred dollars off. Yeah, something. So what's really cool? So we've been having um, our oldest Grayson mm-hmm. ride the Peloton. We haven't been having him. He has been okay, wanting right. to. He's been asking, and so we finally gave in. Yeah, and we were like, I think we can make this work. The seat definitely can get low enough for him the issue is we don't have shoes for him yeah (laughs) and so he's been he's totally just been like that's fine mom whatever and so um he's been using my shoes and we're like stuffing socks in them to try (laughs) like make it work but and it's he's been fine but he's really been enjoying it like really he loves it he would go on every single day and i have to like make him get off yes and he's just like pouring sweat after an hour i'm like you must get off like i can't even ride it for an hour i don't know how you're doing this but anyway um so i cj and i've talked about it we're like we should really get him his own shoes Mm -hmm. but the official like peloton brand shoes are pretty pricey yeah and his feet grow really fast yes so anyway we've just been thinking about it and then that um, saw the referral the in. referral came in and so we're gonna get him some shoes so whoever you are thank you yes you have helped grayson get some peloton shoes peloton shoes that'll work perfect for yeah. him and so. logan's excited to do the same sock thing that the grayson <laughs> yes yeah he wants to do it too his so arms anyway. need to grow though yes we'll see. so also we have changed uh, i know we had an episode about our school and our school has not changed anything um, however, the governor in our state has decided or required that um, masks must be worn by all ages, where previously, uh, if you were nine years or younger, they were not mandatory. And mm-hmm. so our school was not making them mandatory either, which I was really happy about because I just can't imagine those little kids having to... Like a kindergartner, you know, like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, not only like having to wear a mask all day, but also having to like manage it. Like, where is it? And um, mm-hmm. is it even going to be clean? You know, who knows yeah. where they're going to take it off and throw it. Someone steps on it. I mean, like, and then they're putting it back on their face. Yeah. It just, is it covering your nose? It's such a big responsibility yeah. for a six-year-old. And our kids aren't too much. Actually, one of our kids is a six-year-old. Yeah. So um, anyway, that because of that and... And also like the spike in cases recently mm-hmm. in Washoe County and a number of different 
factors. And because we are fortunate enough to um, have me home, we just thought it made more sense for us to switch to the full distance learning. So that's what we're going to be doing. Yep. 100% 100% distance learning, yep. at it, least for the first part of school. Yeah, I mean, I'm sad for the kids because, you know, a lot of, it's a brand new school and um, I'm sure a majority of the people are going back and they're going to be missing out on that. But it, I think it's just, it's the right decision for us. So that's what we'll be doing. And mm-hmm. as it starts, we'll, I'm sure we'll be updating you on yeah. um, what's going well and what maybe we're going to change and thankfully we only had to commit for one quarter so if after nine weeks um we decide they can go back then they'll go back yeah also we got um we learned who their teachers are going to be yep we're excited about that yeah things um we went we went out and made sure that they had enough like technology and the right kind of technology to be successful with the distance learning and i think we'll probably talk about that a little bit more but after doing some research i um decided to get both boys a mac mini which is like basically just the pc part of an apple computer and you can get them pretty powerful for about the same price that you would get like the bottom end mac air macbook air and so rather than doing macbook air uh we did we did mac mini we set them up stations so that we can monitor we can see what they're doing um, it's out in the open. It's in the kitchen, mm-hmm. in like kind of like a school setup instead of like something they can take in, take into the bathroom or take into the bedroom or whatever you know kids are gonna do with laptops. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of folks are trying to um, decide what kind of computer. Maybe you've already done it, but like, is it a Chromebook? Is it a some sort of MacBook? Is it gonna be a you know a tower PC? Yeah. Um, and we, I th- sorry. Go ahead. Well, we also felt like. We, we, we have Macs. I mean, CJ has a Mac for work and his own Mac, and then I have one. Mm-hmm. And they last for a long time. Forever, yeah. So I felt like if we made this investment now, mm-hmm. um, it potentially could last the rest of their... I mean, minimum, at least, till they got to high school. Maybe yes. they would need something different in high school. Um, and so I felt really comfortable with that. I mean, the, the Mac Mini Grayson was using before is like 10 years old. More, yeah. And it's, it's still it still works, but we wanted it to be faster than it was. Yeah. So we, we ended up upgrading it. But, I mean, if we can get 10 years out of each of these computers, mm-hmm. that is, in my opinion, money well spent. Yes. And I, I forgot that that was one of the reasons that mm-hmm. we wanted to be able to monitor. Yeah. Because it's different when you have a six-year-old versus when you have a 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we have those stations, and my desk is right in between them, so I can keep an eye on what's going on during mm-hmm. the day. So I'm pretty excited about it. Me too, yeah. It's it's so cool to see them learn computers. And I was, like, kind of pushing them pretty hard to learn Scratch and learn programming languages and learn about basic stuff. But recently they've also picked up, like, started playing around with iMovie and started playing around with GarageBand and editing audio and editing video and um, a couple different things. Um, and so... Uh, that is super, super exciting to me. Logan yeah. has been publishing videos directly to YouTube mm-hmm. about like Lego builds that he's doing. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm excited for them to have the, the technology and the tools at their disposal to be creators and instead of just being consumers. Yeah, Logan um, was teaching Grayson yeah. how to make a YouTube video. Yeah, it how, was to, how to make edits super cool. Yeah. I was watching him and I was like, wow, like he's he really understands how this is working splitting clips and like Mm -hmm. fading audio and all that stuff Mm -hmm. i mean imovie makes it pretty 
intuitive. Yeah. And so that like speaks wonder to it because this kid, he, while he can read and write like at a kindergarten level, uh-huh. um, he's still able to use the computer. And instead of writing a file name or something, he'll just write like 90, <laughs> yeah. 91, 92, yeah. 93. And then he just remembers like which files are named yeah, but, 91, but 92, I think 93. And then <clears throat> it's also encouraging him to learn to read because yeah. he wants to know what everything on the computer says and so it's it's different because it was easier to motivate Grayson to read by just finding books that he loved Mm -hmm. but it's not as easy for me to find something that Logan truly loves in just like a normal standard book but when it's like doing a project he's 100 Mm -hmm. like on board yeah or reading about Yorkie poos oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah so anyways that's that's been kind of cool we got them so I already had monitors Um, I had a dual monitor set up when I worked from home and went to school in college and I bought these two monitors in like 2006 mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and um they are still kicking they strong are. we mounted them to the wall mm-hmm. and they're just like these old school 22 inch HP monitors mm-hmm. so those work fine with uh, via HDMI with the Mac mini we had like a pile of old mice and uh, like USB <laughs> cords and stuff that I've been like trying to get rid of I'm like, and stuff. I'm like oh my gosh I get didn't think I had them. this <laughs> It's like, oh, there we go. I got a bat. Oh, yeah, Finally pulled. got to use them. Yeah. And so they, they're both like completely hooked up. They've each got um, a pretty nice Logitech webcam that has like a decent microphone. Right. So they should be set for Zoom calls and Google And again, Meets. like we felt comfortable investing in that because we want him to be able to communicate with his teacher. Yeah. He needs to be able to easily see her and have her see him and they need to be able to communicate yep. and on top of that cj wants them to be youtube famous so and, yeah, they need a camera for that <laughs> and know how to program and like yeah. blah 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 but yeah they're, they're pretty uh cute about asking like can we learn python today can we learn javascript yeah. today yeah so we're, we're going through some we've gone through scratch they're both like proficient at scratch they are and they're able to mix and match stuff directly from the uh like mit integrated development environment but now we're moving on to learning javascript with code academy which like the reading level is pretty high um but anyways yeah yeah tons of so fun. let's let's get into the meat of this episode yes the reason why we're all here the meat yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh so we're all here yeah. because babe you're looking good what <laughs> no <laughs> what's happening okay yeah get out of town <laughs> um, tell us where you're at now you're still doing this whole keto yeah so i've been i've been um a I have been very poorly adhering to a keto diet in which I randomly eat pieces of toast sometimes. And um, I've also been like experimenting with intermittent fasting and then I did a longer fast. And so the intermittent fasting I was doing... Wait, wait, wait. Take a step back. Okay. How much weight have you lost? I, my heaviest, Mm -hmm. which was a long time ago, Mm -hmm. was like 265. Mm -hmm. I'm now around... Just under 220. Nice. Yeah, so 45. How's it feel? Feels pretty good. Yeah. Feeling pretty uh, um, agile. <laughs> I was going to say spry. <laughs> spry. <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel good. pretty energetic. I have been able to work longer, I think, maybe. Oh, that explains uh, it. Start eating more food. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've, I've, I think... Yeah, the, the whole um, coronavirus hunk chunk or yeah. drunk. Yeah. Like, I, now that I think about it, like, I haven't had, I had one margarita in the middle of July, mm-hmm. and I haven't had any booze other than that for, like, and since And we're, like, the a week into July. August, yeah, we're, so. 
10 days into August. Mm-hmm. I, I, but like, so that's contributing, I think, mm-hmm. not having the social, not socially drinking, not, um, we've kind of broken the habit of like needing dessert at night yeah. and I feel like I've been buying less of the things that tend to trigger you. Yeah. And so I think, I feel like you're in a really great groove right now. I'm in a pretty good you've, groove. You've yeah. figured out your body and you're still mm-hmm. trying to like change things up and you recently made well two changes yeah one was you did a fast which we'll talk about and then two is you're changing your um feeding window yeah so okay so intermittent fasting mm-hmm. is where you fast for a certain period during the day right everyone does intermittent fasting mm-hmm. right but we don't all restrict the time that we're allowed to eat mm-hmm. so Everyone, like, as soon as you are done eating at the end of the day and then you start eating at the next morning, that's, that's like your, your fast. fast, right? Yeah. And so, like, for most people, they stop eating at, like, 8 p.m. and then they start eating at, like, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. or something, right? And so... Their breakfast. Yeah, they break fast in the mm-hmm. morning after fasting for maybe 10 hours. And then they eat for 14 hours during the day. Mm-hmm. And so there's this concept of time-restricted feeding whereby you try to eat in a smaller window during the day when your body is like more actively digesting food. Um, And so there's like two kind of ways you can do it. You can either eat lunch and dinner or you can eat breakfast and lunch, but you try to like keep it generally like one of the really common pattern is called like 16-8 or 8-16 where you eat for 18 hours and then you fast for 16 hours. No, you eat for eight hours. Did I say 18? Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, yeah. You eat for eight hours mm-hmm. and then you fast for 16 hours. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the this is like a, a form of um, time-restricted feeding. And I was poorly adhering to this also. Like I was kind of like kind of doing keto, kind of doing like a protein version of keto mm-hmm. and kind of doing time-restricted feeding. But the what I was doing was eating – I would eat my first food at like 11 a.m., and then I would eat my last food at 7 p.m. And so I was like eating food for those hours. But I was also having like a Starbucks coffee mm-hmm. in the morning with mm-hmm. sugar and whatever mm-hmm. at like 8. Which and is technically breaking That your breaks fast. your fast. Yeah. yeah. And so um, after doing like more and more research about fasting and all the benefits of it, like mm-hmm. that wasn't a great move. And also when you eat until 7 p.m. and then you go lay down at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. to go to bed – you're finishing your last meal pretty close to when you go to sleep, which also isn't great because Mm -hmm. your body is still like your heart rate is still high and your body is still pumping blood to your gut to help process the food, et cetera, et cetera. And your digestive process is still happening when you're trying to go to sleep, which can interrupt your sleep, which like has like a cascading effect. So, um, what I am experimenting now with now is early time restricted feeding where my feeding window is earlier in the day. So I break my fast, I have a coffee in the morning. I have a protein shake in the morning. I have a whole bunch of food in the morning, like usually right after I go for a bike ride or exercise. So the the plan is wake up at like six, work out for an hour, and then break fast at seven and eat like a thousand calories packed with protein like immediately, basically. Um, and so then, your, your feeding window would then be from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., which means yeah. you're skipping dinner. Yes. Um, which uh, is interesting on my side because I mm-hmm. don't have to 
make as much food for dinner. Yeah. Um, but what I think you have found is that you are so busy between the hours of 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. that you forget to eat. Yeah. And then the next morning you're trying to do your workout and you can't do your workout mm-hmm. because you're so hungry. Emaciated. Yeah. yeah. So you've had to adjust your calories. Yes. I have to like, I have a timer set. Isn't this um, interesting though? Like I feel like this is maybe a problem you really haven't had before and being so busy that i forget to eat yeah yeah yeah. well no i mean you've always been busy but you've been able to make it up you've been like okay Mm -hmm. work is done 6 or 7 p.m okay now let me get in all those calories that i forgot to eat during the day but since you've kind of adjusted things now you it seems like a great problem to have like when am i gonna get those calories in yeah it's 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 nice but like i I have been, because I want to like try to be more rigorous about sticking to that feeding window, mm-hmm. I've started setting a timer 30 minutes before the end of the feeding window closes Yeah. so that I can be like, oh shoot, like I did not eat enough today. Let me hurry up and get like crammed down a protein bar mm-hmm. and some beef jerky and some chicken and the string cheese and yeah. <laughs> like whatever. And then I know, like I know that as soon as the end of my feeding window, that's it. Like I'm not going to eat anything else. I'll have some vitamins and some magnesium before going to bed, but that's it. And then, uh, by the time I wake up, like I'm either like super hungry or I'm kind of like right in the, right in the zone. Yeah. So you just started this last week, so we'll have to report back on if you're able to adjust it just right. So you can still get your workouts in. Uh, but what I think you really should talk to us about is the fast that you just did. So we did a, I tried, I attempted and failed Spoiler oh, alert. Christopher, come on. I attempted. You got f- really far. I did. Uh, so I was, I was at the beginning of July, I did a 36 hour fast with my mm-hmm. brother JP mm-hmm. and we did, it was just like a water and vitamins fast. And that's it. And at the end of it, we were like, Psh, that was so easy. Come on. Like that was like, maybe we had a little bit of brain fog at the end, but it was nothing mm-hmm. like 36 hours was nothing. And when I s- told the internet, they were like, come on, that's, that's nothing. Like people do way longer four days five days six days and i was like whoa that's crazy mm-hmm. let me try three days mm-hmm. let's double it from yeah. 36 hours to 72 hours and so um and for some reason you had it in your mind that you needed to do it at the beginning of the month yeah i was like let's just start because my part of my thought was like if this goes well let me just start every month with a fast with a fast that's okay. like a little bit longer yeah and so it was mostly about like the mental challenge of it but there's also a whole bunch of other benefits you can get like you know, you can improve your gut health, you can improve your sleep, you can like reset a whole bunch of stuff. After 48 hours or so, you go into ketosis, but you also like um, initiate autophagy, which helps like realign your cells and helps your yeah, cells. Your kind body of, like, starts repairing itself. Yeah, exactly. And so um, we got to, let's see, day one. Day one was a Saturday. Day one was a Saturday. Which I was not thrilled about. No. So, okay, so I stopped eating Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh-huh. Or seven, it was like 7.30 p.m. Yeah. And then Saturday came, and on Saturday we went for a 5.7-mile bike ride mm-hmm. in the 90-plus degree mm-hmm. northern Nevada weather. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty dehydrating. Yeah. Uh, also, on, we stopped for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> on the bike ride. CJ was, did not eat any, but I didn't we get any did. ice cream. Um, and then we 
We after to, the bike ride, we yeah. went all the way up to the cabin. We had to drive up to we, the cabin yeah, and unload the, the truck, and we didn't work, we didn't do a lot of physical work up there, but it is mentally yeah. exhausting to do that. So it wasn't just like a chill at home, meditate, relax, take showers kind of day. It was a it was a busy day. It was a busy day. Then Sunday, so I, and on Saturday, to be clear, all I did was drink water. I didn't take any electrolytes. I didn't take any vitamins. I didn't yep. take any minerals. Yep. And that was a huge mistake. That was a big problem. I, because of, because of the bike ride and being like being active like that, I ended up drinking five liters of water, mm-hmm. which I Plain usually, water. yeah, which I usually just drink like three and a half, maybe a day. Mm-hmm. And yes, you get 20% of your water from food. But, um, if you're only drinking water and you're not taking in any electrolytes, then you're flushing out your electrolytes. If your body doesn't have electrolytes, it doesn't work. It mm-hmm. like doesn't do the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, so Saturday, whatever, at the end of Saturday, I feel kind of fine, whatever. I'm hungry. I'm a little bit foggy. And then Sunday comes mm-hmm. on Sunday. We went to the pool. Mm-hmm. We went swimming. Also another very dehydrating activity. Mm-hmm. Also in the super hot summer in Northern Nevada. Yeah. And at the, like right before we went to go to the pool, I had diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it uh-huh. was oh, I was like okay this is this is super weird like I'm having diarrhea in the middle of a fast like I haven't been eating anything like I can't it can't be like food poisoning or whatever it's like okay um whatever I mean it could have been a virus but oh no you know what also happened on, on okay so the other thing that happened on Sunday was I was worried about a caffeine headache so I said let me have some black coffee oh that's right so I had a little bit of black coffee because you didn't coffee. have any coffee yeah. on Saturday I didn't have any on and Saturday. I had said like you're never gonna survive till yes. Monday because of the caffeine. The caffeine, yeah. Because before that, I had been drinking three cups, two or two or three cups a day. And so the caffeine was definitely something that I was worried about withdrawing from. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to make sure I had some. So I had a little yeah. bit of coffee and then I had diarrhea. And I was like, is the diarrhea from the coffee? Because I know it's like kind of a, a laxative and, right. and also a so diarrhea. So you weren't too worried about it. Yeah, I wasn't too worried. We went to the pool, came back, took a shower. I wasn't feeling great. So I, ha- and my mom as a nurse was like kind of freaking me out. She was like, oh, if you don't have sodium, your heart's going to explode. Right. And so I was like, oh shoot, like maybe I should have some electrolytes. And so I started getting nervous and researching diarrhea during a fast mm-hmm. and, uh, sodium and electrolytes and do they break your fast and like a whole bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting, like how strict you were with yourself on this fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not, or you weren't that strict with yourself for intermittent fasting. And keto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like keto, you're like, oh, I'll have a piece of bread here and there. Yeah. Like you're just totally kind of, I want to say lackadaisy yeah. if that's a yeah. thing. Um, but for the fast, you're like, absolutely not. Absolutely Water only. No. I'm not going to have salt. Blah, blah, blah. That's going to break my fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yes. Yeah. So also uh, winding back a bit, at the beginning of the fast, uh, my friend Colin reached out. Thank you, Colin, to say you should try the Zero app. So there's this app called Zero, mm-hmm. and it it's like a it's a fasting timer, but it also has like a whole bunch of really informative articles, and um, like tools to watch your fasting history and like information, tons of information about fasting. So thank you, Colin. Also, if you haven't already checked it out, go check out Colin's podcast, How You Spend Your Days, his story about becoming debt free, which is cool. Um, so uh, looking on the looking on the fasting app, learning all this stuff. And researching also had great articles. Yeah, had great like, articles, yeah. Yeah. So my I get back from the pool and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have some electrolytes. So I just like slam down a whole bunch of magnesium and a whole bunch of electrolyte packets 
and in the in that same drink i put in a whole teaspoon of pink himalayan salt because i was like let me get that salt in there Mm -hmm. you're welcome yeah anytime you do something like this and it's always like you should have magnesium or you should have electrolytes you should have pink himalayan salt it's all in your cupboard already because your your wife is so healthy (laughs) i never would have been like let me go to the store and prep with some pink himalayan salt um so then the day kept going on and i was having like a really hard time keeping anything inside like i would just like immediately like (laughs) it it all came out right like yeah uh, i wasn't i wasn't retaining anything so i knew like okay based on my research this meant that i my electrolytes were not at the correct level for my organs to properly um like be maintaining my fluid levels and Mm -hmm. flushing out the right stuff Mm -hmm. and doing all the right things so i got a little bit scared i was like i'm just gonna push through i can do this it's like it's totally a mental thing and so I go to sleep on sat on Sunday, Sunday night. night. So Sunday night, 8 p.m. was 48 hours. So I go to sleep Sunday night and I'm laying in bed and I like am having a really hard time going to sleep and I'm being, I have like a lot of anxiety and I'm like, okay, let me just drink some more water. Let me drink some more electrolytes. And so I keep kind of like trying to replenish my electrolytes, but I think they were way too shot from the first day of Saturday, five liters of water, no electrolytes. And I was just like not able to rebalance them. And so then I read, oh, you should have at least 2.5 uh, teaspoons. And I had only had one of pink Himalayan salt mm-hmm. in order to like get your daily required minimum for sodium. And yeah. so I was like, oh, shoot, like this, if I don't have enough sodium, the biggest danger is that I have like long term damage to my heart. So then I started feeling like a little tiny thing in my chest. And I was like, <laughs> is that is that chest pain yeah is that am i am i gonna have a heart attack i was like up and down up and down up and down just kind of like getting up go to the kitchen have some more salt and water and like it was like the worst night of sleep i'm like trying to like sit in sit in the living room at like 5 a.m and just meditate and kind of like calm my body down knowing that i have to go into a day of work because it's monday Mm -hmm. and my i'm like super high anxiety super high like worry about my health Mm -hmm. and so then i was like you know what F this. Yeah. Screw this. This is dumb. Like, I am putting my health at risk for a thing that I'm, like, artificially inflicting on myself. Yeah. And I feel like that was your body telling you, like, we're done with this. Yeah. Like, go eat something. Yeah. I remember waking up. I mean, I didn't really sleep much because you were up and down all night long. And I was worried about you because you were so worried. And I wanted to make sure I didn't wake up to a husband who was not alive next to me. And so I... I got up and I was like, what are you doing? And you were like, this is stupid. I'm going to go eat right now. And you know what? In all honesty, like I probably could have made it to 72. It just would not, like there's a chance that it could have like damaged my health. It just didn't feel right to you. You were so close. It was Monday morning at like yeah, I made it. So I made it fifty-eight hours. Yeah, I made it fifty-eight hours of 72. And I was really proud when you first of all that you were not so stubborn yeah. that you were like, this doesn't make sense. I should just go eat. And then when you went to go eat, you like chose the healthiest things. Yeah. Just like, I just... was like, I'm going to start with just raw chicken. Yeah. Well, so, not raw chicken. Well, not raw chicken. It was cooked, <laughs> cooked chicken. That was not plain, yeah, yeah. plain, plain cooked chicken, yeah. rotisserie chicken breast. Mm-hmm. So I had like five or six ounces, maybe four or five ounces of that. And then I went back to bed. No, you had a a banana. Yeah, that was like an hour later. Oh, So okay. then I got up an hour later and I had a banana with almond butter. Mm. And I was like, okay, let me make sure that I'm hitting all the right spots. I want to make sure I'm getting good sodium from mm-hmm. natural things, get good yeah. protein, good 
good carbs from the fruit, right? Get good fats from the almond butter, yeah, potassium, yeah, potassium and magnesium and like all that stuff. And then like immediately diarrhea went away. Immediately I felt like infinitely better, mm-hmm. spry again. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I have an incredibly great appreciation, much better appreciation for how crazy our bodies are and how good they are at kind of like sorting out what they need from foods like we just eat whatever we eat right and like there's some people who eat fast food every day or the people who eat whole foods every single day and the human body is so incredible that for the most part if even if you do that for like 10 years for the most part the human body's like oh like i need that nutrient and i need that mineral and i need that vitamin from this cheeseburger Mm -hmm. or from this like you know, organic, you know, whole grass-fed, uh, hard-boiled egg or something, you mm-hmm. know, like the, your body is just like so good at parsing those things out. And also the fact that your body can last so long without eating, like it's yeah. kind of crazy. Like yeah. when you do it, you don't realize like there were a bunch of times where I was like, oh, what are we having for dinner? You know, like in my head, I was like subconsciously wondering like, what is the next meal mm-hmm. that I didn't realize I was doing? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, that was kind of, it was kind of cool. Again, it wasn't this fast in particular was not about weight loss. Right. It was just about like the, the mental challenge. It Mm -hmm. just so happened that I lost a little bit of weight, like overall it was just a tiny bit of weight, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, interesting experience. I recommend trying a fast, even if it's just 48 hours. Yeah. You learned so much. And I think that it kind of helped you. Um, even if you were like on some sort of plateau with your like health and fitness, like mm-hmm. it, it kind of changed your mind a little bit. And yeah. so now you, you learn so much and now you're, I feel like I said this before, um, like you're really using food as medicine and like, you know, that your body needed that potassium. And so you ate a banana. Um, and so I just kind of feel like you're looking at food a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and so I think the fast really helped you with that. Yeah. Um, I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I was so frustrated with you. To be clear, uh, you did not actually fast. You just hated no, that I was fasting. I, yeah, I did not <laughs> fast at all. I mean, I was pretty not supportive. I'm sorry. Like, we had In-N-Out one night, and we had ice cream, and I made you go through the Starbucks drive drive <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I... Um, Those are are all good things, though, to add to the mental challenge, That's true. I mean, I'm super supportive. You're right. You're right. But it was really hard for me because not eating makes a person pretty grumpy. And it was rough that we we get such limited time with you. Mm -hmm. You are very busy during the week, which I really appreciate. You're doing all of this to support our family. But the weekends is our time, like our time to squeeze in all of that family time. And you were not having it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was so frustrated that this wasn't even like necessary. Yeah. But we got through it. Yeah. Hopefully we're stronger for it. I think so. I think it also like the other thing too, going back to the mental challenge is it builds up your willpower. You realize after not eating for 58 hours that like, not eating for 16 hours is totally fine or not, mm. not, not eating a dessert is totally fine. Like right. if you can go X hours, right? Like there's no need to. Yeah. I don't know. Um, cool. Should we tell them about the bike crash real quick? Okay. <clears throat> just, I mean, it's just a fun story. That's okay. like, um, Grayson, we've realized that Grayson, I mean, we've, it's finally clicked for me. Like this is just going to be him for the rest of his life, but he loves to race. 
He loves to have a timer set to see how fast he can do something. Mm-hmm. And he loves to win. No idea where he got that from. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has this new-to-him bike that we talked about. And um, he has had two giant crashes on this bike yeah. because... Not only do I not know where he got the, like, wanting to win, but I also don't know why he's so clumsy. (laughs) (laughs) So he races his bike as fast as he can, and then he hits, like, the side of a curb at just the wrong angle. And twice now he has flown over the handles and just smacked down onto the ground, which as a mom is the worst thing to witness. Mm -hmm. And always, I'm like, as it's happening, I'm like... Where's the nearest urgent care? How am I going to get him there? (laughs) I don't have my phone on me. Who has a phone near me? Like all these thoughts are going through my mind as I'm like running over to him. And thankfully both times he's been fine. Bumps, bruises. Um, But as a parent, like it is just the worst thing. I hate watching it. I'm like, how can we prevent this? I like it. I'm like, (laughs) I I want you to crash when the stakes are low. I don't want you that, to, like, but, never crash. And then... Yeah, those crashes, both of them have just been so intense yeah. that I feel um, we definitely need to have a talk with him on, like, how to handle. How to not crash. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he he's so focused on, like, I'm going to win that he's not thinking about how he went from a nice, smooth uh, sidewalk to a rocky hill. And yeah. so he's going down, like, this pretty... I mean, I think it's steep. It's yeah. probably not that big. For a seven-year-old, yeah. it's a steep. <laughs> it's a pretty steep, it's sandy, rocky yeah. hill. And then that ends and jumps onto, um, like, blacktop pavement. Yeah. And so those are, like, three different terrains. And, like, yeah. he needs to understand, like, you should probably slow down a little bit when you're going down that <laughs> massive hill. vomit full speed yeah. from the sidewalk, jumps right into the single track, yeah. rips down the hill. So there, I'm just saying there's a few things we could probably teach him on how to handle the bike a little bit better so yeah. that these crashes don't keep happening. But man, they have been terrifying. Terrifying for you, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. So anyway, if you have... Uh, Tips about how to make your kid not crash. Yeah, they are welcomed. Or if you could just, you know... Send a few prayers up that every time that he crashes. It's just a few bumps and bruises. I can handle that. Yeah, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. He'll be. I guess, yeah, I would ask that you um, think of Nicole every time Grayson crashes. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I pray that I don't get a heart attack. Yeah. Grayson's fine and I'm just passed out on the ground. What happened to mom? Grayson yeah. crashed. Yep. Anyway. How um, How is your book goal going for the year? I think... I am at 12 books. 12 of 13, right? 14. My goal is 14. And I'm in the middle of one book, which I'm pretty sure I'll finish. That's been my issue lately. I've been starting a bunch of books and then, I don't know, I'm not interested in them enough to go all the way. One of the books I'm reading is um, Caesar's Way by Caesar Milan. Mm -hmm. No, I don't have a dog. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I, I really like dogs, so... I've been reading that book. It's yeah. been fascinating. Yes. Um, and then another book is just a typical... Um, Rom-com. Yeah. Well, yes. Is it yes. Com- comedy? It's... N- I was, that's why I was like, well, maybe it's not typical. Um, it, to me, it feels a lot like Bones. It's kind of a murder mystery. Mm. Although we were just told who did it, and I'm only 100 pages in. So I'm curious how that's going to go. Out, so that's yeah. the one I think I will for sure finish. Gotcha. No promises on the Caesar Milan book. Nice. How about you? I've been in kind of a um, uh, a comedy memoir 
kick. Mm-hmm. And so I read um, Steve Martin's Born Standing Up, and then I read A, P- a Very Punchable Face by Colin Jost, which is uh, one of the writers of SNL. And oh man, I was. He was actually, he was freaking me out. Because so we'd be funny. laying in bed, I'm like reading a book or watching TV. He's laying away from me, like his face is away from me, but he's listening to this book. And you can just see him like shaking. Yeah. I'm like, is he having a seizure? What's going on? This is like during the fast, yeah. too. <laughs> and I was like, what's happening? Yeah. I was just laughing. That's yeah, all. I was laughing out loud by myself. It was, yeah. it's a really funny, a yeah. very punchable face. It's pretty new, it came out in 2020. Uh, Colin Jost, it has like an orange cover. Definitely recommend. Uh, and then I just started this new book called Mastermind, which I think it's called Mastermind. The Mastermind, something like that. It's about um, this criminal network. It's like a, a nonfiction story told from by an investigative journalist who looked into this like crazy, insane, real-life story that seriously sounds like it's out of a like Tom Clancy novel. Um, cool. So, yeah. One last thing before we go. Sure. We just listened to a really interesting podcast. Yes. Um, there is a gal that I follow on Instagram. Her business name is Organic Olivia. Her name is obviously Olivia. Mm-hmm. And she's an herbalist and she's put together a bunch of like tinctures and um, vitamins that I have taken and love them. And I think she's great. She, um, I don't know, I just really like her. She does a lot of research and anyway, in February, mm-hmm. her parents came down with COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty bad. Her parents were in the hospital and her mom ended up on a ventilator and she shared like as much as she could uh, through stories on Instagram, but never really told the full story until now. Mm -hmm. And it was a three hour long podcast and I asked CJ to listen to it with me and he, he had heard of organic Olivia through me, but he really knew nothing about her Mm -hmm. and had never followed her on Instagram. And so, um, I was really excited that you agreed to listen to it with me and wow Mm -hmm. it was it was it was a really great podcast it was it was really crazy story yeah so emotionally uh touching it was jarring uh yeah i was i was really surprised it was really well put together i do recommend listening to it just Mm -hmm. to get another perspective on um how covid went for somebody else yeah um yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah. And um so yeah, her name's Organic Olivia. It's like her most recent podcast. It's like my harrowing story of COVID nineteen mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And the three hours did intimidate us, but we got through it. We broke it up and yeah, the kids listened and I would probably recommend listening without kids. We yes. got some really interesting questions. Definitely like, what not does paralyzed mean and what does it mean to be on a ventilator? Right. And I, yeah, when when we wanted to listen to it in the truck, that was the first thing I asked CJ. I was like, do you think we should listen to this with the kids? But we're trying really hard to... Not hide anything from them or yeah. trigger code things. And, yeah. yeah, and so for us, it, it was okay. It yeah. was fine. Um, but in general, I would say it's probably not great for kids to listen to, unless you're prepared to have those conversations. Yep. So anyway, really good listen. I recommend that as well. Totally. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, I think that wraps wraps it up for another episode of A Villa Theory. Yay. <laughs> hey, guess what? Christopher's birthday's in six days. Oh, my gosh. Actually, by the time this comes out, it'll be past my birthday. Happy birthday, Christopher. Thank you. Thank you. All right, friends. Thanks for Cheers. listening. Bye. Bye.